0: Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, Vietnam. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast.
1: Yeah, it is. Hey. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> yes, cue music.
1: I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked it oh, oh, dark fire
2: are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind
3: of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time
1: machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number?
0: Conversation anyway. Look, we're going to have company! Loud
1: noises! Hello! Hi there! Hello! Yo. I'm
0: Kendall <laughs> Richardson.
1: I'm Wayne Stellaney.
0: I'm a fully account of and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. You oh, yeah. certainly
1: are. Hello, yes.
3: people. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello. We're back for another yes. week of fantastic quarantining of podcasting.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> three, three, three studios, one podcast. That's oh, yeah. the
0: way we do it. That's, that's oh, yeah. what, we, what we do. <laughs> it's the, you
1: know what? Actually, it's the three, two, one. It's the three hosts, two states, one podcast.
3: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> We're still on that, are we? Okay. Yeah,
0: yes. No, he's yes. never going to drop that. <sighs>
3: so, Kendall, Kendall and myself
1: recording from sunny Melbourne, and the lovely Fulia recording from dreary Wollongong. <laughs>
0: Yes, technically Very Melbourne,
3: dr- but sure.
1: <laughs> you'll confuse the, you'll confuse our listeners, Folia.
3: Yes. No, no, no. See, you're the one doing the confusing. Doesn't sound like me at all. Oh yeah. No, okay.
1: Sure. <laughs> How's the
0: week well, been, ladies? How's the week been? <laughs> yes, week week has been <clears throat> very good. Um, I've had one fantastic highlight, which I'm going to mention, and I don't care how lame I sound. Um, I'm sure you guys will appreciate this, but I have had so much of this this week. Cadbury brought back my favourite flavour of chocolate. Marble, finally.
1: Hey. Oh, Yay!
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> So you've
1: been downing that chocolate, Kendall.
0: The 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 diet's over. It's gone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, aren't you? are, Are you back at work now?
0: I am. And you know what sucks about that is the fact mm-hmm. that the the fact that I had to go away for 3 weeks is that I wasn't exercising, I was resting, and I put on weight. And now I'm back at work, I'm like, yeah, I'm being active. And then Cadbury's like, have some marble. I'm like, I can't resist. <laughs> <laughs> it's balance, maybe yeah. it's balance.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, but it's okay.
0: It's 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 the first time in I can't remember the last time I actually Ate it. It's been off the shelves for a number of years, and mm. I, there was there was a lot of public demand to bring it back, and uh, it finally happened. And yeah, the Australia collectively lost their minds. I think a
1: little
2: bit. I don't know about <laughs> oh, you guys.
1: Cadbury knows how to tease them, huh?
0: They do. They do. But yes, that was that was the highlight of uh of my week. Very much, yeah. Apart from that, I've just been working and pretty much keeping on keeping on with everything that i've been watching i'm now in season 11 of supernatural so there's an update for you <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, yes. yes yes, yes yes fully the darkness has arrived oh amara yeah, where I, <laughs> yes amara is is here that's where i am so yay yes, it's very very interesting so far i'm
3: liking it <laughs> quite a bit
0: um, yeah. <laughs> Fulia, fully, while, while I've got you, how has your week been, my dear?
3: Uh, my week has been slow and dreary and uh, <laughs> getting sick of being at home all the time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, to keep myself, uh, occupied and trying to keep myself sane, I've been doing, um, I've been doing a couple of live streams, uh, on some gaming, um, mm on oh, my new YouTube channel there. Uh, yes, subscribe, playing, subscribe. Yeah, been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> like I've everybody else. I'm so addicted to the game now. <laughs> Spending hours it? and hours of it. Yes, I am enjoying it, though, yes. Um, for the first time, uh, I got to visit a friend's island. <laughs> this what week. does that
1: mean? To, what does that mean for normal people?
3: Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs>
1: Not I judging.
0: I don't under yeah. Okay. I mean like when I when I played when I played Crush Bandicoot there were different islands. Is it like that?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> not necessarily. Not. So, for those of you who don't know the game Animal Crossing New Horizons, it is literally a simulation-style game where you are sent out to an island, a deserted island with a few extra um, neighbors or residents. And then you have to build uh, this island, make it look good, you know, create things, plant trees and and you know flowers and and you know just make your own little community on this island, um, okay. and then and then be able to have visitors come and visit your island or you know try and entice other uh, people to uh, live on your island. So. Um, it's, it's that sort of game. It's very cute in the style that they've put this in. Um, and it's very, very simple. And you can be playing this game for hours on end, not realizing the good thing about it, about this game though, is it's actually in real time. So wow. the, the time that is on, uh, on the game is actually the the time that you're currently living. <laughs> so okay. so when it's when it's nighttime in real life, it's nighttime in the game. When it's, you know, dawn or dusk here in real life, it's dawn or dusk in the game. So, <laughs> and Very it actually clever. and it actually comes up with the time uh, in the bottom left-hand corner for you to see what time it is, so in case you don't ever watch on you. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
1: So you can easily get quite lost in it. Is it a bit of a uh, island esque Sims type thing?
3: Sim- Similar ish, um, but you don't really. There's not a lot of interacting. There's only a. Okay. There's only interacting with the other residents and with visitors, um, but not a lot of interacting with objects. So okay. <laughs> that's. Oh. I think. I think that for me was a little bit of a downside. Because the computer, um, the AI characters, they get to interact with all sorts of different objects, whereas yeah. your, your, your character is only limited to a certain number of objects, which kind of, kind of upsets me because there's certain items that I see that I'm like, I really want to interact with it, but your character can't interact with it. It just either moves it or, you know, stores it.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah.
3: Hmm. yeah. So the only real things that you really interact with is your workbench where you do all your DIY um, or the trees where you can collect fruit, um, you know, acorns and branches and stuff to to make things um, and, you know, flowers so you can plant them, water them and all that sort of stuff. But if you, for instance, uh, receive a bike, you can't ride that bike.
1: (laughs) Oh, what's the point of having it?
3: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's just the cruel. Other, you know, the other thing was I found there's, you know, other items, like, for instance, a mug, and it's sitting there with, looking all steamy and hot with, you know, a hot beverage in it, but you can't pick it up. <laughs> no. So It's all about the aesthetics.
1: Yeah, so when, <laughs> you're inter- when you're interacting with people, right, because that's the main thing, it's about interactions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so when you're interacting, what do you do? Are you, like, talking to each other?
3: Well, you have like these sort of simulated conversations, but they're very short. Um, okay. And and the other kinds of conversations you have, you can you can have is you know if you're gifting one of the residents something that you have that you don't want. Um, okay. And then if they're if they really like it, sometimes they'll give you something in return, or sometimes they'll feel guilty and give you money for it so that it's, it balances out. <laughs> Or right. sometimes they give you nothing at all. They just appreciate your gift.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's that's nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This sounds really interesting though. I, I don't know. I feel like it's there's a bit of social there's some social aspect to it, right?
3: There is. Yes hmm okay nice. yeah, this, is, this is
1: interesting As somebody who's not a gamer i'm just like or not really a gamer um i'm i'm find i'm finding this yeah i'm finding this quite fascinating yes
3: <laughs> it's 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 a very sort of cute version of sims only there's a lot less um detail to it right right yeah. okay and yeah. you're enjoying it clearly Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm trying to make my island look beautiful.
1: <laughs> oh, and I'm sure you will. You're really good with aesthetics, for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. oh, and how many how many hours have you spent on this thing?
3: So so far, um, I I would say I have spent mm, just under sixty hours.
1: Wow. <laughs>
3: since I bought but it. it
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But um, wow. I know I know I know people who have spent a lot longer playing the game. And I've also seen people on like YouTube and stuff, and you know, on certain blogs that mm. have created their islands to the point where it literally looks like a full-on suburb.
1: <laughs> oh wow. wow! It's really
3: sort of filled up, and it's you know they have put in so many hours to make the place look so great because mm. the end the end goal of this game is to get a this popular um, singer called KK, coming down to your island to put on a concert. But in order <laughs> to do that, your island needs a five-star rating on its aesthetics.
1: <laughs> and who gives the rating? Uh,
3: I, I'm i not 100% sure who it is, but I think it's got something to do with the uh, people who have organized these, you know, sending people out to these island type things. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm new, I'm new to the Animal Crossing franchise. Like, apparently, there's been like older versions of it on um, other um, Nintendo consoles. Um, mm. And I think also on the handhelds. Uh, but I've never played them in, in the older versions. This is the first time I've sort of come across it. And the, the popularity factor, the fact that I was hearing my friends say that they've been, they're going to play it. I know that Alex bought it before I did. And she'd already started playing it by the time I ordered mine. And seeing her play it, uh, I was like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: cool.
1: Well, it's, cool. hey, we're in lockdown. Got to pass the time. Might as well make yep. a pretty island. Pretty <laughs> much. <Exactly.
3: laughs> uh, you, you, know you know what's funny, though? My, my character on Animal Crossing... Is traveling and being outside a lot more than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just live live, vicarious, live vicariously through your character. That's I that's yeah, all really you can yeah. do. I Good. Am seriously view <laughs> living vicariously through my character. <laughs> Good.
1: Hey, aren't we all with all of the T V shows and movies we're watching as well? I'm like, oh these people have lives. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: yes.
0: <sighs> uh, Wayne. Yes, Wayne, my dear. How, how has your week been?
1: Yeah, my week has been really good actually So I have been um, still on the Game of Thrones binge So I've just started season Ooh, 3 now Nice, oh,
0: this yes, is exciting
1: so, Yes, still enjoying that uh, it's, it's so well written I love that. uh, I I love the bitchiness of some of these characters. It's amazing. Um, Uh, Yeah. What
0: what do you think of Joffrey now? Like, oh well, it's funny.
1: I was going to say his name, but I was going to um, flag that I was going to say a character's name and didn't want you to give a response that might indicate (laughs) his fate or what happens to him. Look, I, I think it's quite easy to say that uh, Joffrey is by far one of the greatest villains ever on television. Oh, definitely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Quite easily, yes.
1: Yeah, so I'm curious to see how how far he will go, um, and I anticipate it will be quite far, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm okay. curious to see what happens to him. Um, I mean, I've got thoughts based on... I guess the the rules
3: <laughs> of, 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 narr- of
1: of narratives and how that might work out um, with characters such as as Joffrey, but you know it, it's it's Game of Thrones. You you get you know you get like about five people killed every episode. <laughs> it's hard to say.
0: There's there's a lot of death. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: So I am enjoying death. it still. You know, I'm good. Uh, yeah. No, really enjoying it. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to to seeing how the rest of the season will play do, out.
0: Do you have a, a, a favourite character yet, or is it hard to
1: pick? Look, it, it is difficult. Uh, it's difficult to really nail it down to one. Um, I yeah. love all of the Stark children. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, including uh, including uh, Jon Snow as well, because he's a Stark child. That's and true. And, yeah, I, 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 I do love them. I love the way that women are written in this series as well yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel like that yeah i feel like that even though um you were still in the construct of a patriarchy so women's roles are in a certain way um i still like that a lot of them do still have a a lot of i suppose independence and fight within them um they're not push they're not pushovers um at all um no. and yeah and I have to say and um, because I'm I'm really horrible with remembering and pronouncing the names properly um but Peter Dinklage just steals the show.
0: Oh, uh, Tyrion. Doesn't he? Tyrion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely does. He is brilliant. He's brilliant. Yes. I think he he won he won a couple of Emmys. Yes, for he did. his role, or he was, and he's been nominated pretty much every year Game of Thrones aired. Who he, he yeah. got nominated, so yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. one of the highlights of the show easily.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, but it's just also it's not only just because he's such a talented actor, the character is so mm. well written. It just absolutely. incredibly well written. Yeah, um, but yeah, but um, props to Peter of just how that performance is just absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah yeah no so yes i i am i am in, I'm enjoying them as well um awesome. and of course the the gorgeous khaleesi
2: <laughs> daenerys
0: oh daenerys yes my yeah. khaleesi yes. yes i can see why <laughs>
1: why she is so uh worshipped but also at the same yeah. time so um a, a huge target as well um, yeah yeah you're right it's really hard to to sort of nail it down to one character um mm-hmm. kendall as someone who's seen the whole series did you have one that you particularly liked
0: well, it's so funny because actually my two favorites were Tyrion and Daenerys. Ah <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't really choose uh between them. Um but gosh. Um who else did I well I like Rob Stark quite a bit. Yeah. Um he's very good. And he's Richard Madden is just gorgeous, so it's hard mm. not to love him. Yes. Um yes. Who else Does anyone else? Well, I like Littlefinger. Um he's very yes conniving
1: um yeah, yeah. I, actually yeah, you but, know um, else who I, you know sorry to cut you, if you know else who i really no, um, no, go. L- like again i'm really horrible with the with the character's names um okay. and i don't know how long he lasts but i hope he lasts for a while so be careful with your response um that <laughs> that, that that gorgeous eunuch who whispers everything uh, and knows everything
0: yeah uh varus
1: Yes, that's right. That's correct. Yes, yes.
0: Varys. Yeah. I also, yeah. Varys is quite good as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> such, <with sass. laughs>
1: yeah it's, it's such a wonderful, again, a really wonderful performance and a really strong mm. character as well. And it's yes. nice that, the, and it's nice that, um, some of these, these queer characters, cause it is, I don't know if it's explored further, but it's, I'm picking up, it's implied, um, that Varys is, is, is attracted to men. Um, that they they're quite they're quite strong as well. This is why I was heartbroken, um, when um Rob's uh not Rob sorry uh, Ned's younger brother died. Yeah. Or, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean Ro- uh Robert Baratheon's younger brother? Yes. Died. Sorry.
1: Yes, yes. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. I uh, felt the same. I felt the yeah. same. Yeah. The like... show is very good. At, it's very good at the way it depicts sexuality throughout the entire series because mm-hmm. there's there's no fuss really made of who sleeps with who like it doesn't gender sex doesn't really matter uh yeah in 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 westeros and i think that's awesome
1: yeah absolutely you still got the biases there as well though which is which is quite interesting but it's all about these politics um as well yeah
0: yeah yeah so yeah
1: so yeah enjoying that um i also uh finished writing up two plays this week which was really exciting
2: nice yeah
1: yeah so I had one that I'd been working on since um late last year, and I you know it like it had been printed out it still has a lot of work, but you know printed it out and I'm like, no, I'm ready to start writing notes and editing on this one and then there was another one that I had a really what I felt was a strong idea for um and was able to write that uh with within a within about a month um so Yeah, so I'm excited to, again, go back into that and flesh that out a bit more for second draft notes. Um, And to last night, yeah, yesterday, I started another play, um, which is quite exciting. My gosh, you've got so
3: many plays within you. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah, there's a lot of stories for you, absolutely, but it's just getting them down and seeing which ones actually work because, you know, I can't speak for all writers, but even if you've just written the first draft, sometimes you've written it, you've gotten the story out of your system and you'll just say to yourself... No, this doesn't have legs. It's not gonna go anywhere further. Okay. Um, yeah, but the one that I started yesterday, and I was doing a bit of work on it today, um, I'm really excited, and I think um that Kendall and Fulio you will be excited by it too when it finally gets off gets off the ground. um yeah, awesome yes, there'll there'll be some um familiar characters. Interacting with one another. That's all I'm saying.
0: I love it. (laughs) Give me a crossover. I love it. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) The Wistellini verse is coming back. Oh, it's
1: (laughs) it's it's intense. It's it's there.
0: Yeah. It's the Cry- a crisis on infinite wanes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reflecting the internal existential crisis I always have anyway.
2: <laughs> oh dear.
0: <laughs> I can't wait, Wayne. I'm very excited.
1: Thank you. I can't wait to share it with you all, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to, to power through it. I'm on a good momentum with it. So touch wood.
0: Yes, touch and <laughs> wood. You'll get there. I think so. <laughs> good. Well, Excellent. Lo-
1: yeah, lovely catching up. We're a bit of a long catch up there on, on what the oh, week was, yeah. but that's all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we don't see each other in person anymore, so I guess we got to make up for lost time in a little bit yes. of a roundabout way.
1: This is true. This is true.
0: <laughs> yes. But um, if that is all from us, yep. then I think it might be time to check out uh, the week that was in the nerdy news.
3: Ooh, let's do
1: it.
0: This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy
1: news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: Alrighty. Nerdy news time, everybody. Strap in because there's a lot of ground to cover um, and a lot more... New release dates. That's just basically what this pandemic has brought us. New yeah. movie release dates. <laughs> oh, Lord. But at least, you know, these. Mo- we've got a bunch of movies still coming out in theaters. We're just going to have to wait a little bit longer for some of them. But we're going to start with a whole bunch of Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this first one kind of upset me a little bit and also confused me. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has moved... Uh, from November 5th, 2021 Which was the second Release date it was given It's now moved to the 25th of March 2022 Oh my goodness So it's coming, going to be coming out A whole 10 months after It was uh, its first initial release date um, So that's crazy It is yeah, now eh, Shut up <laughs> 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 You be quiet over there. You be quiet. No, you're not sorry. What are you talking about? I'm so not Um, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. Don't back down, Wayne. Um, Okay, so this is the, the weird part is where this next release date comes in. Thor Love and Thunder... Um, we have previously announced it was coming out on the 18th of February, but it's been brought forward a week for some reason to the 11th of Feb. Now in 2022, this means, as previously uh, Doctor Strange 2 was going to come out before Thor Love and Thunder, they've now switched. So uh, Doctor Strange 2 is now coming out after Thor 4 about six weeks later. Weird. Weird. Don't got no explanation for that, but I suppose it doesn't matter too much storytelling-wise for whatever they're doing in terms of the phase. Um, but I guess we'll we'll find out. We'll see. Um, moving to some Sony Marvel news. Um, so the upcoming sequel to Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, which is just known as Spider-Man 3 at this point, has been moved from the 16th of July 2021 to the 5th of November 2021. So that's taking up the original Doctor Strange 2 uh, release date, the second release date for that. Um, There's so many, too many dates, guys. I can't keep track. Um, Mm. There's also the sequel for uh, Into the Spider-Verse that was announced, um, a few months ago now, but it was supposed to be coming out on the 8th of April, 2022. And it's now been moved, uh, back six months to the 7th of October, 2022. So wow. more moving, more moving around. Yes. Okay. So, uh, sticking with the Sony Marvel vibes, we have uh, a title announcement for the Venom sequel, um, that was originally supposed to come out this year, um, yeah this year was supposed to come out on the 2nd of October but it's now coming out uh next year on the 25th of June and the film will be called Venom Let There Be Carnage uh that is the official title of the sequel um and you know no surprises there for those who have seen Venom 1 they will know that Woody Harrelson makes an, an appearance uh as Carnage, um, or as Cletus—I can't remember the. His Cletus something. I can't remember the the full name of the character. So apologies to people who are listening who are screaming it at me right now. Uh, <laughs> but he he made a little cameo at the end of the first Venom, where Eddie Brock goes to uh, interview him in prison. Um, so yeah, he's Carnage's Venom's big uh, nemesis in the comics. So it's going to uh, be shaping up to be a pretty big, pretty big film when that comes out. Uh, next year, so stay tuned for that. Moving across the pond now to DC, uh, we have a new release date for Battenson The Batman will now be released on the 1st of October 2021, instead of the 25th of June 2021. Um, So... Venom is sliding in to where the Batman was. So there's all of these superheroes shuffling around each other. Um, The Flash movie um, has now moved forward a month. It was supposed to come out... um, I think I wrote the wrong date here. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to come out in July of 2022. And it's been... Yeah. And it's been moved to the... um, Second of June. I accidentally wrote May in my notes, and I've—I am hitting myself right now. You can't see it, but I am. Um, <laughs> and, oh, I think Foley is fixing it. Bless your <laughs> cotton socks! Aren't you sweet? I couldn't be bothered. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, the Flash movie, Ezra Miller's The Flash, will be out uh, on the second of June, twenty twenty-two, and Shazam. Oh, excuse me, and Shazam too. Uh, has moved to the 4th of November 2022 from 1st of April 2022. So, lots of juggling going on there. Okay, so with all those superhero dates done, moving into the rest of the news, uh, Star Wars fans get excited because Mandalorian Season 3 is in the works at the moment at Disney. So... That is fantastic news. Um, don't know how exactly that they are working on it. I guess somehow these Disney awesome people are finding ways to work from home, as most of us are these days. Uh, but yeah, I mean, season two's already wrapped every filming, So and that's coming out later this year. But season three is going to happen. So hopefully next year, but they haven't said when uh, that will be out. So stay tuned for that. Um... This is pretty exciting. Uh, Lionsgate confirmed this week that a Hunger Games prequel film is in the works. Mm -hmm. This is based on the uh, novel that hasn't even come out yet. Suzanne Collins, who wrote the original trilogy of the Hunger Games, um, she has written a prequel novel that's coming out, I think, later this year, and it's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, And now they've said that they're going to be... Uh, adapting into a film which is totally a no brainer at this point given how successful the uh, Hunger Games movies were uh, mm. a few years ago now yes i actually just because of this news i actually rewatched all of them in the last week and yeah they're still they're still really really awesome still a lot of a lot of good fun and just yeah i love jennifer lawrence so much she's brilliant um but this prequel film is going to be focusing Nothing to do with... Because uh, Katniss Everdeen obviously does not exist in this scenario, because it's, it's set uh, many decades before. Um, and it's going to be following uh, Donald Sullen's character, Coriolanus Snow. So President Ooh. Snow. Um, it's going to be him as an 18-year-old. And basically the loose premise I read was that he's um, being tasked to be a mentor for a tribute in um the 10th annual hunger games i believe um and then he finds out that he has to mentor someone from district 12 and he's not so happy about that so that's that's all we know about the book and the film so there'll be more information on that as it follows i cannot wait to read that book that's going to be so good um what else okay live action anime fans get excited for this there's gonna be a live act, or maybe don't get excited because sometimes animes in live action don't work very well but uh <laughs> fingers fingers crossed there's gonna be a live action one punch man um the people behind venom so a few of the people at sony pictures are going to be bringing uh, one punch Man to the big screen in a big bad Real-looking kind of way, so um, it's a pretty—it's a pretty well-known uh, anime. This series, Fulia, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Have you seen I it? I
3: have seen One Punch Man. It's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I've heard it's—I've heard it's quite good because, like, yeah. he—that's all—all he—he can just kill people with one punch. That's literally his ability, right? Yeah, pretty much.
3: yeah and it's like funny he has a very powerful punch and it's literally like a king punch you you he just knocks him out yeah yeah Yeah.
0: okay nice well i'm i'm very curious so uh hopefully they do it uh justice um they better pick
3: the right actors for these characters (laughs)
0: Yeah, he's he's hoping. Yeah. He is hoping. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, okay, so in other film news, um, Fully, I don't know if this is exciting for you or disappointing, maybe exciting because you get to watch it sooner. Scoob <laughs> is going to be uh, skipping the theatres altogether, um, just like Artemis fell, and it's going to be on uh, some kind of digital thing, you're going to be able to buy it digitally or rent it digitally. Uh, I don't know if it's going to make its way onto a streaming service. Probably will, uh, mm. but no news on that yet. But yeah, so no, no theatrical release for Scoop. So um, get around it digitally on iTunes or wherever you like to buy your digital movies from in, in May. That is coming out yes. in May.
3: It is a bit it is a bit um, of a shame that these you, um these theatrical releases are skipping it to go straight to you know digital release instead which meaning yeah. that they're not going to they're not going to be able to get any uh any money from the theater releases that they usually would.
0: No, no, they're going to miss out on a lot of their box office return. Yeah, um, pretty much. But yeah, hopefully people will I mean I imagine I mean this will be a good test to see if Scoob um you know if it if it does if it makes enough like well how much money it makes digitally will be a good test I guess to see how how this model works as opposed to theatrical uh, releases so yeah, yeah I don't know well given the current climate yeah I think I think it'll still do alright I mean there's no knowing if it'll make its money back but yeah I think I think people will buy it Yeah I mean heck I I you know If you put Black Widow on Disney Plus right now, I yes, please. (laughs)
2: I'll pay.
0: I'll pay. I'll pay double my Disney Plus subscription. Like just give it to me. I don't care. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Okay. Speaking. Speaking of silence over there. (laughs) Silence. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Good. Good. Okay. Right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, okay, so we have a new release date for... for <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we have a new release date coming for uh, the upcoming musical In the Heights that was pushed back due to COVID-19. It is now coming out on the uh, 18th of June 2021, uh, basically 12 months uh, later than it, it was originally supposed to, but that's all right. I cannot wait to see that because it looks awesome um and it's so good to see musicals on the big screen so that's going to be worth the wait i think um let's see the sopranos prequel uh titled the many saints of newark will now be released on the 12th of uh march next year instead of uh the 25th of september this year so that's yeah, the theatrical prequel to the Sopranos TV series that was announced last year, and I'm pretty sure it's got James Gandolfini's son playing um, uh, him, like the young version of his character. So, oh, which is sweet. yeah, Tony Soprano. Yeah, so that's that's really really cool. So that's coming out next year. Now, speaking of things coming out next year, oh, uh, there's a slight shift uh, for the upcoming Baz Luhrmann directed Elvis biopic. Um, which is going to be epic, I think. Um, It was supposed to come out on the 1st of October next year, but it is now coming out one month later on the 5th of November 2021. So that's not a huge change, but new release date nonetheless. They still haven't announced a title for that. I imagine it's probably just going to be called Elvis or maybe Mm. The King or something like that. Like, it'll be... A nice classic, simple title, but, um, yeah, I can't wait to watch that. That's going to be so good. Um, okay. And lastly, in the nerdy news, this made my week apart from the marble, uh, (laughs) chocolate. Um, it was, it it was this.
1: You're only human.
0: (laughs) 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 We are, aren't we? We all have our vices. Um, (laughs) Okay, so this, yeah, this was awesome news. So the one of my, well, literally my favorite sitcom of all time, Parks and Recreation, uh, the cast is reuniting uh, for a charity episode that's going to be 30 minutes long. It's going to be airing this Thursday in America on NBC. Um, I don't know what that means for us here in Australia. And... I don't know, probably probably on SBS or ABC or I, yeah, maybe something. Keep an eye out for it. If not, just, I don't know, hopefully they'll stream it on something or upload it to YouTube because they're doing it for charity. Um, all the proceeds raised from the making of the episode, the distribution of the episode, will be going to uh, feeding America's COVID-19 response, which is super awesome. Um, and it's a scripted reunion too. So this is an actual technically kind of episode of the show um that's going to be featuring the pretty much the entire original cast um headed by amy poller as leslie nope uh the queen herself i'm so excited um and yeah so they're all going to be it's already been filmed they've filmed it in isolation and it's going to be a story that focuses on life in isolation work in isolation so it's all going to be like an episode shot over Zoom, I think, basically is Ooh. is what this oh, what this is going to be. Yeah, so it's oh it's, my goodness, uh, I, can just, I can just
3: I can just see some of these characters all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> going oh, crazy man. or not knowing what to do or doing something really silly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's going to be either a premise where like Ron Swanson just like doesn't give a shit about Zoom and just is like. It's, he's not even actually like. There's not a video of him. It's just a still picture of him making that face. <laughs> and then like, and like Jerry's not even gonna th- know what the f- how the hell to figure out to make Zoom work. Like he's he's gonna make everything screw up. Um, hmm. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see Chris Pratt as uh, Andy Dwyer once again. So that's <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be hilarious. So yes, uh, that's coming out. Yes, on. Uh, Thursday, April thirty. Um, in the States at least. So that means for us here in Australia it will be uh the, the Friday, the first of May. But yeah, as I said, don't know how exactly we're watching it, but I will find a way. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's the nerdy news, guys. There that was a lot to go through. Mm. Um did well, d- Kendall. Any- yes. thank, thank, thank you. Oh thank you, thank you. Golf clap, golf clap. Yes, thank you. <laughs> 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 i love a good golf clap um true now is sir yes is there anything uh you guys wanted to touch on or shall we move on what do you think
1: i the thing that i think popped out to me the most because i mean the the rescheduling of film releases is inevitable and the fact that it's a massive shuffle it's like Hollywood has this deck of cards of <laughs> film titles yeah. and releases. And, okay, let's see what goes where. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think even with all these uh, new release dates, it's watch this space. Yes. Because um, they might just change up all over again. So uh, the the news that I sort of clung to the most, I liked the sound of a Hunger Games prequel. I, I'm like you. I'm a fan of the uh, of the movies. I think they're really good. Um, They're
0: great, yeah. yeah.
1: I only read the first novel um and I thought the film just I actually enjoyed the film adaptation more than the book itself, to be honest. Um, ah. Yeah, I yeah particularly really like the Hunger Games movies. Haven't seen them for a yep. while either, but I, I don't know. This news will make me want to to go back and revisit. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: literally why that's literally why I did it because I just I, I saw that and I was just like, you know what, I haven't watched in a while the Hunger Games. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do that. And I think it's probably the first time I'd rewatched. I think maybe parts three and four since. Right. They were released in the cinemas. yes.
1: Um,
0: and I, because I watched, I watched three and four back to back because you know it's obviously mocking J, the third book split into two. And yes, um, yeah, and so, they they flow together so seamlessly because mm. they were filmed back to back, and um, you know, obviously, same people, same screenwriters, everything. So yeah, yeah. It's one long um, movie it's cut into two. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited for this novel and for the, and for the film. I I wonder who, who they'll be able to get that could embody a young Donald Sutherland. If only, if only you could de-age Kiefer, like,
3: (laughs) you know.
1: Well, I don't know. Do any of Kiefer Sutherland's children act? Are they of age?
0: Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. That That's a cool. good idea. Yeah, let's put really that cool. out into the universe. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm down for it. Yeah. yeah
1: let's let's make it happen. Fred exclusive.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. The power of Fred.
1: Yes. We're that influential.
0: <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, so out of, out, of, out of this week's news, that was the one that actually uh, stuck out to me as being quite exciting. So I'm looking forward to a Hunger Games prequel.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Fulia, anything
3: from you? No, I think I voiced my opinions when you were reading out the news. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Well, can I that just say, awkward. for the record,
1: I also voiced mine, but got shut da- shut down pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> Look, that's that's different, Wayne. We don't we don't good, like ne- we don't we don't like negativity here. <laughs> <on the podcast. laughs>
1: I thought concession it was just, or
0: no concession? I thought no it negativity. was just
1: a, a refreshing alternative opinion. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that what you thought?
1: That's what I thought. That, that's how I. That's okay. how I called it. All right. Uh, okay. Don't you All agree right. with me, Fulia?
0: <laughs> Julia, can you can you feel me glaring at you through the, through the phone right now
1: wow that was an awkward silence now wasn't it folks uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so she can feel me through the phone I'm like watch, watch
3: be careful, be <laughs> yeah. careful now. I'm like I don't want to say anything to to upset Kendall and then I didn't want to Say anything to upset Wayne So I'm like I'm just going to stay it's silent okay. It's okay
1: <laughs> I know, uh, You're, you're, you're I know in how another state completely They've closed the border you're safe <laughs> <laughs> Wow
2: yeah. I'm closer to that. Kendall in Than one you go, are mate <laughs> I
0: love that in one go Wayne burns both me And fluid <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. It's been a while,
1: hasn't it? It's been a while.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You really are making up for lost time. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love I miss it. I missed you too okay. much, Kendall. Missed you too much. I know. No, likewise. <laughs> Mostly. Um, okay, so. <sighs> okay cool 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 all right so let's let's truck along uh, mm-hmm. i think that's that's the nerdy news done which means it is now time to roll on up to the trailer park
1: yeah rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers
2: Yeehaw.
0: okay trailer park time yay, yay. Trailer Park time. Okay, so we have three trailers. The first two we're going to talk about, because I think we'll just go top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Does that sound fair? Yes. Always does. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, Yes, so the first two we're going to be talking about are actually for upcoming TV series, Mm. which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, Yes. Uh, Fulia, Mm -hmm. what's the first trailer we're going to talk about? It is a Perry Mason. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Um okay, so this is a a remake of a series from I think like the 70s. Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, it's like a crime series set uh set in the 1930s. Yep. Um and the really cool thing about this is two two things I love about this. One um my One of my favourite actresses, Tatiana Maslany, is in this. I'm mm-hmm. super keen to see because I haven't seen her in anything really since Orphan Black, which is one of my favourite shows ever, and she's amazing in it. So I'm super keen to see her in this. The other thing I'm really excited about is the fact that this show is produced by Robert Downey Jr. Ooh, hello. Yes, him and his wife and I, whoever else, um, they have produced this. So, um, yeah, it's super exciting, and it... I think it looks really cool. Like, and the fact that you've got not only you've got Tatiana Maslany, you've got Matthew Reese from The Americans, from uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, he's 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 playing Perry Mason. Um, and then John Lithgow is in this as well. He is. Yeah, nice. always yeah. nice
1: to see John Lithgow on screen. Oh,
0: <laughs> so good. He's wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a supremely talented cast. Gorgeous aesthetic and setting, um, intriguing storyline. Um, I'm I'm so in. I'm I'm really really keen to watch this. Um, Wayne, what did you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with you that I like the aesthetics of this, and Harry Mason, who is ingrained in in I guess television, popular culture, especially in the states, will have a strong fan base who I think will be excited about his return in this. Uh, in this production and it does look like a quality production. I'm not mm. sure if it's my particular taste. I think I think I'll have to step back from this, hear what 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 the what people are are, are saying because I've got some trusted people who whose taste I will follow if they recommend a show. Um, yeah, so it's not not really a genre that I am drawn to, but I think it looks like a really solid production. One thing though, I, I wish I think, I wish it was a film instead of a series. I think if it was a film, a nice, clean case, um, it would have it would have grabbed me a little bit more in terms of, yes, okay. I will watch this, but I don't know if if this genre would sustain me. Like week yep. after week after week. I mean, admittedly, sure. these days you know series shows go for like ten episodes a season or twelve episodes, which is not a bad thing at all, mind you. Uh, so that might no. work in its favour. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back from this and actually wait to see what 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 the feedback is um, yep. on on this one. But. There's no denying that a lot of care and effort has been put into this production. Um, yeah, I can't fault its its aesthetics, and I can't fault the casting either. It looks really good. so yeah mm-hmm. so this is a curious piece for me. so uh, like I'm curious about it without being overly enthused.:
0: Yep. no, mm. no, that's fair. Yeah, very it does fair. look
1: good. It does look good, I won't lie.: Yep,
0: yeah. yes, very true. Uh, fully, what did you think?
3: I actually really enjoyed it. It had a lot of mysteriousness to it. And um, being that I'm also a, a sort of a crime drama fan with uh, like the, the likes of Chicago PD, um, I didn't mind the look of this. Like Wayne said, it, it just looks really, really awesome. Um, and, you know, it's the 1930s. Like it's a great era. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Um, Matthew Reese is a great choice for Perry Mason. Um, he's a really great actor. I watched him in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He's actually really good in that. Um, yeah. So I'd like to see how diverse he can go with his roles. So this does look interesting. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Kenny? You I think you.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, I, yeah, already kind of said my thoughts at the top, but yeah, I'm, I'm super, super keen to to check this out. I mean, I, I mean, I will say too, it's, it's not, it's not something I generally kind of watch either. Mm. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm just the people behind this, the people in it just are making me want to watch it. So I'm, yeah, yeah no, I, I'm definitely going to give it a go straight out the bat. Uh, that's for sure. Um, so,
3: Fulia, when when uh, can people watch Perry Mason? So Perry Mason will be out in America on the twenty first of June on HBO. So we will get it on Foxtel at some point. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, HBO for uh, the Americans and Foxtel for us. So mm-hmm. Wayne, you Wayne, you were talking about the high quality production. Well, HBO says absolutely. it all. Yes, absolutely,
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Definitely does. All right, Wayne. What mm-hmm. is what is the next uh, series trailer we're going to talk about?
1: Well, speaking of what looks to be a quality production, is a tra- is my favourite trailer for this week, and mm-hmm. that is the Netflix series Hollywood. So it's a limited Ooh. series that yes. tells an alternative version of events in terms of Hollywood history. Yes. Uh, so we have a stronger. Queer and people of color representation here, and spins it with an incredible crew and a fantastic cast, Um, Mm -hmm. beautiful looking set pieces and costumes because it's set back in the day, the golden era of Hollywood, where you know where movie stars were movie stars because we do have a quip at the end of the trailer when somebody questions (laughs) who Vivian Leigh is, (laughs) which is really funny. As
0: soon as I saw this, Wayne, I thought of you straight away and I was like, oh, my God, Wayne is going to love this.
1: (laughs) Yes, because I I think that Vivian Leigh is just one of the most beautiful and talented women to ever grace Hollywood screen. Um, Yeah, I am 100% behind this, I love absolutely everything about this trailer, about the premise of this show. Um, again, being a limited series, it means it's going to punch a lot within a an economical time frame, so it really has no reason to drag it. It will have this exciting momentum behind it, I feel, and particularly because it's dealing with a lot of politics that would have been contentious back then. So, um, but you know, having a modern day lens and, and bravery to tell the story. So yeah, no, I love, love, love this. And I oh, look, I'll admit that it does pack a lot. It shows a lot in this trailer. And yeah. normally, I would critique that and call it a flaw and a fault. Um, however, everything they showed just excited me even more. Uh, about about Hollywood, so I I can't wait for this. This is definitely um, this is definitely my jam. Perry Mason, not so much. Hollywood, absolutely. <laughs> uh, super excited nice. about this. How about you, lovely ladies?
3: Fulia, what do you think? Um, I actually enjoyed Hollywood. Um, the the trailer it looks it looks really good. Um, there's a lot of different actors in there that I recognise, and I was very excited about. <laughs> Um, and, you know, the, the fact that it's also another era, uh, another, uh, piece from like a historical piece, it's just, I'm, I'm loving these different eras <laughs> that they're, uh, putting up on, uh, streaming services. It's, it, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of different, you know, controversial topics that are being, um, portrayed in, in the trailer that will be, um fleshed out more in the actual series but it does look very interesting
0: yes excellent
1: kendall movie um, queen talk to me, me?
2: <laughs>
3: yes i
1: know
0: i know yeah no i'm i'm in i mean you had me at ryan murphy i mean mm-hmm. hello yeah. um oh i love everything he does i should really go back and watch glee because that's like the only ryan murphy thing i haven't really watched um but yeah, holy crap. This trailer is fantastic. Speaking of glee, Darren Chris um is one of the <sighs> leads in this. He <laughs> he's so dreamy and he's so talented. Holy oh, cow.
1: My goodness.
0: Oh. oh my god, that man. <sighs> Sorry. It's not fair.
1: keep talking. I just need a cold shower. No, yeah. You're- <laughs>
0: yep I yeah yeah you you've earned that cold shower um (laughs) (laughs) oh boy um yeah oh my goodness yeah I'm really really excited uh for this uh so much it looks amazing just this like this just it glows to me like it just had this glow about it um with everything going on and I it took me like a few beats to figure out kind of the story it was looking to tell I'm like is this a a fictionalized version of Hollywood is this an alternate reality what is it like yeah so I'm re- I'm really keen to see what they do and I and bringing like you said Wayne bringing kind of the these contemporary issues like hmm. viewing it like putting that le- the contemporary lens on like you know old old Hollywood like that's just really fascinating and oh yeah it's gonna it's gonna make for some really great drama um i yeah. really love that scene though where holland taylor's character was like you're colored and then she goes i i love it and then kisses yeah. him i was just <laughs> like yes
1: absolutely yes girl Hello, yeah that career
0: was suicide.
2: yeah back yeah. in the day in real life so what a, yeah, yeah it was yeah it was
0: it was um yeah so this is going to be uh remarkable to watch and there's going to be some great performances in here um and uh it's just it looks like it looks like magic i just Mm. i just can't wait yeah i'm really really keen to check this out that's for sure um and i it was a long trailer like you said to wayne Mm. like they did show they did show a lot but i feel like you can get away with that because it's a limited series
3: yeah Um, i think so too
0: yeah, because they've got so much to so much footage to show. Mm. I feel like that yeah, they can get away with like showing a
1: lot um, and it's because covering and it... not Yeah, I was going to say it's co- it seems to cover like a lot of bases. But I still like despite yes. what it showed, I have a general idea like I think what's good about this trailer and why again I can't really fault it because it excited me because whilst it did show a lot as you said, um it does it in the right way in in so far that mm. okay, I get the world we're in it's not a straight up historical representation like and yeah. i think that that's important to know before you sit down to watch the first episode
0: i agree yeah, yeah. so totally. i think because
1: then your mind frame is ready for it it's like you know watching uh, once upon a time in hollywood knowing that it is this particular filmmaker's take on events means yes. that the what is inevitable is not necessarily inevitable in this version. Um, Same with Inglorious Bastards from Tarantino as well. It was because you know who's behind it and their viewpoint, you're going to get something different. And this trailer did a good job at telling me, okay, yeah, it's going to obviously discuss maybe race, perhaps sexism, perhaps queer issues, but not not in the way that it did transpire back in the day, but in an alternative way. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did a good job in that. In that regard.
0: Yeah, it definitely, definitely did. Yes. All right. Well, Wayne, when are we yeah. going to be watching Hollywood?
1: Well, we are all sitting down on the 1st of May to begin this series and maybe watch it all in one hit, depending on how many episodes. Yeah. And that, yeah. That, that will be on on Netflix. And uh, I'll still be in lockdown on the 1st of May. So I'm there. I <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I well, probably that's... will be too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's this Friday,
1: guys. That's crazy. It can't be. Yeah. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> yeah. it is too. It's
3: May May <laughs> is this Friday.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh my goodness. Wow. All right. I think we need we
3: need to do a watch party then. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first episode.
1: Okay. All right. Well, if I if I'm look if I um, am on par with with my Game of Thrones binge and I finish a season <laughs> by then, I will get onto it. But oh, yeah. um, no, I am there. I am there. I am there, people. Yes. I'm so excited for this.
0: <laughs> nice. Yes, i um, Me too. I'm really keen. Awesome. Okay, so that brings us now to our last trailer for this episode, and that would be the trailer for The Wrong Missy.
3: Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, who who would like to go first? Me. <laughs>
0: Go, Fulia, go. <laughs> By all oh means. Oh, my gosh.
3: It's David Spade. I have not seen him in a long time in a good yeah. comedy film. Although I have to admit, this does look a little bit on the tacky side, but I I didn't mind it. There were some laughs in there. There were also a lot of gasping from me when I watched this trailer. <laughs> Yeah, especially towards the end. Oh, yes, especially towards the end.
0: Yeah, um, talk about are... a cliffhanger. Oh.
1: Boom,
3: boom. Sorry. <laughs> had to tush, be said. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> had to be said. I had to do it. Um, there, are, there are some actors in here that I recognize from previous uh, films that they've all worked together in. Um, yeah. And... I love the fact that Rob Schneider's in this too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Always makes some form of cameo. (laughs) Well,
1: it's the Happy Medicine team, isn't it? (laughs) Exactly,
3: exactly. Yeah, I think it is.
0: It is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
3: goodness. Um, Lauren Lapkus, my goodness. She is weirdly funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I know I know her from somewhere else, but I can't put my finger on it. like, where she's actually, where I've actually seen her in. Um, I'm just um, trying to think. She, well, was- the only
0: two things I've seen her in, she was in um, Orange is the New Black,
3: and she was in Jurassic World. The Big Bang Theory, that's where I know her from. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's in Big Bang. <laughs> yes, she's, uh, her name's Denise. Um, okay. I think... I can't remember what uh, who Denise was. Sort of, I think she was. Oh, she was a date. I think she was um, Raj's date for a while.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah now, yeah. Now
3: you say that, I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why nice. I'm like, I know that face. <laughs> so she's done very well to be able to get into a Happy Madison film. <laughs> Yeah. I oh reckon. my goodness. Well, look, it's a good starting point, <laughs> especially if you're if you're going to do comedy.
1: <laughs> really, we we rate Happy Madison Productions that high up on the scale of production houses.
0: Look, look, <laughs> I just watched, I just watched re like rewatched Happy Gilmore. Yeah, um, and that movie is still phenomenal. <laughs> yes. Like,
1: well, not not it is
0: it is it is comedy gold, guys. Comedy look, gold. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. First of all. That's a bit of a stretch, yes, but it is an entertaining movie, um, and it's not technically a Happy Madison production.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not. No. What? Let's well, have a look. I never.
3: Yeah, no, it is. Production uh, companies: Happy Madison Productions, Netflix, QC Entertainment. By the look hey, of are it, are you
0: talking about this or Happy Gilmore? I'm confused.
1: No, I was saying Happy Gilmore. I don't think was technically a ha- was wasn't a Happy Madison production. Uh,
0: yes. Okay. Oh well, yeah, it's not produced by Adam Sandler. I'm just looking at it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's an Adam Sandler film anyway. Close enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: Kendall. Maybe I didn't mean to fool hold- you. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> These moments don't happen very often. Maybe maybe that's why Happy Gilmore holds up because it's not bad. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I'll just I'll just I'll just back away from my point. No, look, just... no, no no. Happy
1: Madison do do um good productions actually. Um yeah, I have yeah, to say I, I am and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm a fan of the Grown Ups films. I think they're really funny. Yeah. The
3: Grown Ups <laughs> um, really, films are pretty good.
1: Yeah, I really I really like those ones. <laughs>
3: But yes, okay. the, yeah, wrong, know, the wrong, the but- wrong Missy, yeah.
1: Well, so mm. fully, are you keen on this one?
3: Sort of, but not really. Like when I first started, when it first started playing, I, I was a little bit on the well, I don't know what's going on because mm. first he meets this model of a bloody woman, and then all of a sudden he's texting someone else with the same name, and ends mm. up <laughs> you know, they, taking Missy on this Hawaiian trip and I'm just looking at it thinking, Oh, there's so many things that are going to go wrong. And then he did. Mm. <laughs> um, I, so it is, yeah. it is kind of a predictable uh, rom-com, but I don't know. Like i probably, i probably still watch it just to get a little bit of a giggle out of it. <laughs> Uh, look, I personally, um, I think the
1: premise to this is actually quite fun. It's it's that, you know, mistaken identity, not mistaken identity, but it's like, oops, I've messaged the wrong girl who happens to have the same name and yeah. she's a bit freaky and I'm going to learn to, I'm going to end up loving her anyway because she's a bit of an oddball. Yeah. Um, look, it's, pop- it's popcorn entertainment. And we all need that. So I don't have any issues with that. But... Yeah um because we are discussing the trailer and not necessarily um the film although we could discuss the film because my main complaint about this trailer is i do not need to see the movie now i've seen oh, it all i
0: know i know because yeah. you know exactly where it's going
1: not only do oh. they put the best you know like it's fine it sets up the plot which all good trailers should but then it tells you the plot it tells you the storylines it <gasps> reveals all of the gags I don't d- and I feel like I've seen it from beginning to end. Like I literally yeah. have seen it. It told the whole narrative. Um, I don't need to watch this. I feel, but yeah. So it's a look. I think the film probably is going to be okay again. A bit of bit of harmless fun, but um, it's a shit house trailer because it tells me everything. And I'm not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I might watch the movie. Once I've forgotten the trailer. Because <laughs> <I'm, laughs> at this stage, I've already seen it. Um, so, yeah, out of the three trailers this week, this was my least favourite because it was so bad. It was so bad. It told us what like, the whole film was. Um, Kendall, what did you think? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm, I agree with you there. i just so disappointed in, in that fact. The fact that, like, you know... Because when I started watching this trailer, I was... I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't watched one of these kind of stupid Hmm. kind of comedies in a while. Yeah. I don't, these aren't really my go-to films. Um, and, but I, you know, I'm a big fan of David Spade. Like he's quite, quite hilarious. You know, yeah, we all, fun. we all, yeah, we all, yeah, we all, we all love him. Um, and yeah, I haven't seen him in a film in a long time either. And as the trailer kept going, I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I like the premise. This is good. This is good. This could be fun. But then it just kept going and going and showing more <laughs> and and telling the story and, and you know, basically, te- you know, telling you the ending without telling you the ending because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, guys, you could have if you cut off like the last minute of this trailer you would have it would have been fine yeah. like the fact that the fact that they had to show it was just literally just because they showed that part of what looks like um David Speeds character you know coming around mm. to this Missy you know even though she's she's not the Missy he wanted like you know yeah. and she was like he's like starting to see who like, she really is kind of thing. And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, that's what they're doing. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Now I know exactly where it's going. Awesome. Um, but that aside, I think I still might watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it might be a good, you know, distraction. It might be good good for a laugh, I guess. Lauren Lapkus, I really like her. And um, I haven't really seen her do comedy like this before. No, no, so- neither have I. Yeah, I think um I, I she seems very genuine. Like she doesn't seem like there's a lot of bullshit to her, um yeah. as as a person or an actress. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm kinda thinking of watching it just to see her performance and and like I said, I like the premise and I like David Spade, so yeah, I, I still might check it out, but I'm not gonna be uh holding my breath <laughs> for um for any kind of big plot twists or anything but you know we'll 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 see what happens yeah just come on netflix you got to make you got to make better trailers guys come on (laughs) come on don't 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 go all in right at the start Mm. this is no you gotta wait let it simmer for a bit okay come on (sighs) anyway um so Uh, With that being said, um, if you are interested in watching The Wrong Missy, you can, in fact, do so worldwide on the 13th of May on Netflix.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's only a couple of weeks away for that one. Nice. Good. Cool. All right. That was Trailer Park for another week, which means it's time to roll on out.
3: Yeah, and it's time for a quickie review.
2: Quickie review.
3: Quickie review time. Ooh, oh, somebody's yeah.
0: Watched, somebody's watched some more live theater. I
3: have. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, loving, oh, yeah. I'm loving this being able to stream theater shows. It's, you know, the fact that I don't usually go to theater shows that often. And now that I'm able to watch them in my own, like, lounge room, it just makes it. So much more intimate for me, and the fact that I can be a bit more cultured now.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, theatre is amazing, but it is but it is expensive. So this is such a wonderful thing that uh, yeah, um, National Theatre, the shows must go on, Shakespeare Globe. uh, There's quite a few channels um, doing that. Yeah. So what did you watch? So
3: good. Yes, it's so good. Uh, What did you watch? I watched Twelfth Night by William Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I haven't
0: ever seen Twelfth Night, so I have no idea what it's
3: about. Yeah, I had five, no I idea it about it either. But I saw the trailer for this production, and it has um, Tamsin Greig in it from Black oh, Books. Oh, cool! <laughs> and, she's very funny. Oh, she's so good, and yeah, it it's it's proven in this stage production because she is amazing. She's such a great talent on this particular show.
0: Now, now, Fulia. Yes. Is this going to make you want to go back and
3: finish watching episodes though? <laughs> Look, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know whether I will like, okay, I, like that's that, all right. <laughs> that particular comedy is different to stage production.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. That's all right. It's okay. All yes. right,
3: please tell us what you thought of uh, Twelfth Night. Okay, so Twelfth Night was really, really interesting. It's a it's a comedy. Um, it's a comedy drama-ish, but it's mainly a comedy. And it's it sort of revolves around, from what I got from it, it sort of – the story went along as if it, there was some sort of like a love triangle thing happening <laughs> between like three particular characters – Um, but then it ends up, you know, having this whole mistaken identity type of thing happening as well at the same time. Um, it's, uh, I've got the, um, I've got the synopsis here. It's a ship is wrecked on the rocks. Viola is washed ashore, but her twin brother, Sebastian is lost. Determined to survive on her own. She steps out to explore a new land. So begins a whirlwind of mistaken identity and unrequited love. The nearby households of Olivia and Orsino are overrun with passion. Even Olivia's upright housekeeper Malvolia is swept up in the madness where music is the food of love and nobody is quite what they seem. Anything proves possible. (laughs) Um, So Tamsin Greg plays the character of Malvolia Right. And at the beginning this housekeeper is so melancholy, so serious, and then all of a sudden she gets um, tricked into reading a letter that was supposedly written by her lady um, and ends up going mad. (laughs) Hmm, Okay. Uh, Yeah. Um, That's sort of part of part of this story then there's um so there yeah so then there's uh Viola and her brother who was missing but then you find out he was actually saved so she ends up dressing up like her brother and becomes a, a male character and plays um the the servant of a lord who's trying to you know uh, he's got, he's got this passion, this love for, um, for this, uh, lady, for this lady. And, you know, all of a sudden she, she turns around and is like, no, I don't like him, but I do like you. And it's a female and she's trying to stop her from being like, don't, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to love me. I'm not who I think you are, uh, who who you think I am. And I'm, and it was just sort of like, and especially because they're speaking in Shakespearean language. <laughs> he speaks Shakespearean English. Yes, I am big pentameter, it's called. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, it, it makes it, it made it for me a little bit more harder to understand what was going on. But I understood the gist of what was happening. Even if I didn't understand the language uh, that well. But it still made sense. Uh, but it was very entertaining. It was a lot of fun to watch. I highly recommend it.
1: Nice. And what would you awesome. give it out
3: of five? Uh, I would give this a three and a half out of five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Close to four. four. Like it's it's actually it's actually quite good. There were a lot of um, comedic moments in the show, um, and I don't want to spoil it because I, I want you guys to actually see it and enjoy it for yourselves. <laughs> Might have <Total>. to. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. That's all
2: right.
3: (laughs) Bring a bit of culture. Yeah. For me, it's like now that I'm seeing more theater shows online, it's making me think once this is all blown over and the restrictions have sort of lessened a bit more and, you know, theaters have, have reopened, I feel like I want to go out and do like go and see more theater productions now.
1: Oh, do it. Do yeah. it. Um, and you know, Fulia, there's a lot of wonderful, um, you know, uh, independent theatre companies in Melbourne. Um, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a gorgeous mob called Writer's Block Theatre. They do good stuff just quietly.
0: <laughs> yes, i um, heard. Yes. And, yes,
1: um, and oh, if you go to their Facebook page, give them a like, and they actually share links to all of these live theatre shows that are being uh, broadcast on YouTube. So, you know, you won't miss one if you, if you follow Writer's Block Theatre. <laughs> Yes. That's my Not tip for the week.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, a, it's a pretty good tip. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Cool. So, then I think it just might be time now for Popgun culture gotcha! <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yes, it's it's a pop culture time. Yes, and it certainly
1: is.
2: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Wayne, what are we what are we going to discuss this week?
1: Well, because we've just had Anzac Day, uh, important yes. commemoration for us in Australia and New Zealand, uh, we are discussing yes. what our favourite and most moving and memorable war movies are. Yeah, yeah. So yes. talking movies Absolutely. with a war theme.
0: Yes. Wayne, did you want to start us off?
1: Uh, sure, is that because you know I've got the longest list? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. okay. Maybe not then. Maybe not. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll, close. we'll close with you. That's a good call. That's a good yeah, call. No, that's, okay. No, that's um, yeah,
1: and we'll probably overlap as well.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well, I'll go first then. Okay. Go for it, my dear. Go for it. If that works. All right. Cool. <laughs> all right. So I have picked uh, three films that I want to talk about. Um, And I'm going to start my list off with one that I'm sure will probably pop up on both your lists. I know it's going to be on Fulia's list, um, and that is 1917.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, Absolutely. Yes. Um, Yeah. This is... Duh. What a film. Um, Yeah. It is epic. Oh, man. It's like, I haven't seen... Like, I've seen a lot of war films. There are still a few I haven't seen, like... I'm just going to shamefully admit I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan.
3: Neither have I. Great film. Yeah, okay. What?
0: Yeah, I need to watch it. Wayne recommends. I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I I figured you would, yes. It's Spielberg, it's Tom Hanks, it's Matt Damon. Like, yeah, you cannot go wrong. Absolutely. I just ha- I just haven't gotten around to it. But regardless, um, out of all the war films I have seen, this is probably one of the best. Like, it's... yes. It's just yeah I'm i I'm so impressed with the filmmaking behind this um and the fact that it's you know set during World War 1 is brilliant because a lot of a lot of war films that I have seen are are set um mostly in World War 2 um but yeah this yeah this film is just uh, I love I love how intimate yet how broad it is the story yeah, it tells, yeah, you know, yeah, like these these two young soldiers, and they they have one simple task that's not so simple, but it's just they have one task, you know, to get from one spot to another, and it's just them. Encountering everything along the way and trying to you know survive just so they can deliver this message and and save the lives of thousands of soldiers, like it's just it's harrowing, it's brutal, you will cry, um you will gasp like and you'll just be floored i th- with with the performances from all these actors, especially the two young boys um oh my god, so great, yeah they' are just yeah. the entire cast is just yeah brilliant um sam mendes directed it and yeah it won a couple of oscars as well for cinematography most importantly because the entire film is one shot and it's just yeah oh seamless my it's so impressive it's i so have never impressive. seen
3: a movie like that in my life that yeah, is me amazing cinematography yeah.
0: Yeah. It's brilliant. It's yeah. Beyond, beyond brilliant. Yeah. I I'm so glad I saw that on the big screen too. That's for sure. Cause yeah, that's one, like if I wish I could, I may have seen that in IMAX. Like I feel like, you know, that would be an IMAX film uh, to go witness. Cause that's just the sheer scale of it and just how beautiful it looks too. Not just, not just the seamlessness of the shot, just the, just the, the gorgeous, like, Colors and the the way the shots are are blocked and framed and everything there's, everything's position and there's just this one beautiful sequence is probably my one of my favorites, but it was also probably one of the most scary. It was when it's night time, and he's running through that like worn torn French village, and it's just the flares are like lighting up the the village, and it's just darkness and just the lights like coming oh, and going, so you know beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, just, Love it. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Highly recommend checking yes, 1917 definitely. out if you haven't seen it. Just couldn't recommend it more. Um, yeah. Excellent movie. Um, <laughs> changing changing tone um, a little bit now. I want to talk about um, a film that I've technically you already mentioned this podcast there's a nice little easter egg at the top of the show um for uh good morning vietnam <laughs> um i have to talk about this film because i love robin williams so much like so much um and this is probably one of my favorite roles of his but then again most of his roles are always my favorite roles because <laughs> i just i just yeah adore him uh, quite a bit. Um, yeah, but Good Morning Vietnam is, is awesome. It's, it's, it's kind of a, oh, I wouldn't I don't know, loose retelling is kind of the word. Like he's playing a real life, like radio DJ, Adrian Cronauer. Um, it's not like entirely factually accurate. Um, uh, at, at least in, uh, Robin Williams portrayal of Cronauer, it's a bit different to the, how the real Cronauer was. um, but I think that, you know, the setting, obviously, of the Vietnam War is very, you know, real and um, harrowing. Like, it's a kind of a nice, the, the, the blending of drama and comedy in, in this film is, is really seamless, really well done. Um, it's just, I just, I'm always in awe of how well Robin Williams can do comedy just as well as he can do drama, mm. you know. For someone as funny as he was, just to, to be able to balance that um, in the same performance. Cause like good morning, Vietnam has some of his funniest, like deliveries on anything. Um, and then, but then there's scenes where he just really goes for it and, and just moves you, you know, and you really, oh, you really feel for him and his situation and for, you know, the plight of the Vietnamese and just the struggle of, of what that war was, you know, it's just, yeah, it's intense. It's, it's more intense than you would think. Um, you know, because it's obviously most known for Robin, Robin Williams and his portrayal, um, her, his performance and comedically speaking, but it's also just, yeah, it's, it's great. Mm. And, um, I really, I really liked, uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it too. Uh, a young Forrest Whitaker, um, He's one of the supporting characters, and he's he's very good in it as well. So yeah, highly recommend watching Good Morning Vietnam if you haven't seen it already. Great film. Um, yeah, so good. And speaking of good films, here is the first film that won Steven Spielberg an Oscar, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. is Sh- that is Schindler's List. Whoo, man! You've got to be in a very certain frame of mind to sit down and watch this film because it's 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 a work of art Mm. but it is it is so devastating (laughs) to watch so devastating to watch but it's essential viewing like you have to watch this film if you haven't seen it you have to watch it it's so important um and just so beautiful and the fact that he chose to do it in black and white you know, with certain things showing up in red. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone knows the, the girl in the red dress in that film, like the little girl, like holy holy cow, tears everywhere. Um, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, it's a brilliant film. Like, I've seen it probably whew, two, three times, I think. Um, I've watched it. but And Liam Neeson is phenomenal in it. It's probably one of his best performances too. I think, as Oscar Schindler. Um, yeah, he's so good. And Ray Fiennes as the bad Nazi man. Wow. Ray, Fine, Ray, Ray Fiennes, man. Mm-hmm. Whew. He, few people can play villains as well. Like, there's a reason he was Voldemort people. Like, this is the foundation of, like, oh, man, he is loathsome. Absolutely loathes, loathsome in this. Just, yeah. Um, but it's it's a brilliant a brilliant film. It'll break your heart. It'll break your soul. But the ending is beautiful too because it actually uh, show like Spielberg actually filmed like the survive like the remaining survivors of the people who Oscar Schindler saved and like their relatives or their surviving relatives like visiting Oscar's grave and like laying laying pebbles laying stones there which is like a jewish tradition a jewish custom um and it's so oh and the music plays and it's just like oh, oh I, yeah anyway if i talk any more about it i'll cry but it's <laughs> it's it's a it's an incredible piece of cinema mm. that's for sure absolutely so those is. are my 3 those are my 3 picks there there they are good choices. thank you thank you very much um Fulia, would you like to continue
3: Sure. So I'll just I'll start with the one that you started with as well. Nineteen Seventeen, um, uh, the most wonderful and very devastating story uh, about a war I have ever watched. The cinematography is what blew me away. It is absolutely gorgeous and. Yep especially because they filmed it in a way that looks like it's all in one take. It just, Oh my goodness. It just blew my mind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I loved it so much. I really want to watch it again. Um, and like you, I was so glad that I got to watch it on, on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't yeah. know whether uh it, whether it would have had that same impact if it was just me watching it on TV Um, so, oh my goodness. I'm so glad I saw that. Um, another movie that I have seen, um, that I'd really enjoyed, uh, was, uh, War Horse. Um, Oh, War Horse is so good. Yeah. 2011, uh, still was Steven Spielberg directed it. Um, the, the story is, is really, really beautiful, uh, about, you know, a young, a young a young guy that uh, enlists to serve in World War I you know after he had to sell his horse to the cavalry and you know you, you kind of follow the horse as it goes through this war and find you know finding out that it sort of takes this whole big circle and comes back to him at the end. And yeah. it's it's just, it's so beautiful how this horse mm. actually goes through the war. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really cool. Yeah, I uh, really um, enjoyed that one, yeah.
0: My, I was going to say, my my man's in that film. Yeah, Camerbatch. <laughs> no, no, excuse me? No. Oh, hold mm. on, hold
3: on, hold on. Because mm. he's Come not on. coming up, he's not coming up on this. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hiddleston,
0: I'm yes. talking about, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. He he plays he plays Captain Nichols, so he is actually the first soldier to bring Joey the horse into the the war.
3: Ah, so so okay. the young boy,
0: the young boy who owns him originally, he uh, sells it to Nichols.
3: Okay, so, okay,
0: yeah, and so you, and then yeah, and yeah, Hiddleston and Cumberbatch are like. Colleagues in the war, like they're you know, Kumberbatches yeah. is his, is his superior officer.
3: Yeah, he's um, a major Jamie Stewart.
0: Yes, that's correct. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I forgot his name. Um, but yes, no, and yeah. So Tom Hiddleston's only in the movie for like I only I watched it just to see him in it, and he's only in it for like ten minutes <laughs> because of course it's okay. The things we do oh, for Kendall. the ones we love.
2: Um, oh, you love me.
0: Well, if you think that's bad, I watched The Thin Red Line to see uh, 30 seconds of Jared Leto. And in those 30 seconds, he gets shot.
2: <laughs> oh. So,
0: has regrets. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she has a few, that's not even... but then again, too oh, few yes. dimension.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, bit of bit of Sinatra there, love it. Always
2: time,
0: um, always time yes. for Sinatra. Always time for
3: Sinatra.
0: <laughs> oh, blue eyes, yes. Um, okay, sorry, Folia. I just I had to interrupt. And, and no, no, that's okay. It's
3: all good. Uh, so yeah. Proclaim
0: my love. Go on, go yeah. on, go on.
3: <laughs> definitely. So Warhorse is definitely uh, another good one. Um, and the last one I want to mention is uh, the Water Diviner. Um, that was that stars and directed by Russell Crowe himself. Um, uh, oh, did he
0: direct that?
3: He directed it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, uh, I didn't know
0: that. <laughs> um, I
3: knew he so, was in
0: it. I didn't know he directed
3: it. Uh, yeah, the story. The story is pretty much you know an Australian man who travels over to Turkey after the Battle of Gallipoli uh, to try and locate his three sons um, who are missing in action. Um, so. It's, it's, it's really interesting to see that um, there's a lot of Turkish actors in this as well, um, which was really oh, nice cool. to sort of see. And they all had to um, obviously learn English to be able to speak with um, Russell Crowe's character, Connor. Um, there's a couple of big names here th- in Turkey, big names, Um, So, Yilmaz Erdogan and uh, Jem Yilmaz, they're the two main sort of characters that uh, Connor um, or Russell Crowe sort of um, uh, acts with. And they they end up being, like, really nice to each other. Um, Like, it's a while ago that I actually watched this, and I've only seen it once. But I do – I am thinking about watching it one more time. Um, And – it's 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 really it's really interesting. It's 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 a beautiful story, but it's definitely very dramatic. Um, so yeah, that's another one that I would definitely recommend seeing. Nice. Ooh. And Megan Megan Gale's also in it. I just saw like I'm looking at the cast yeah. list. Megan Gale's in this, and she's playing a, a Turkish woman named Fatma.
1: Well, that's ingenious yeah.
3: casting. That uh, yeah, I, I that when I when I saw that I'm like that does not make sense. <laughs> How is that even possible? She does not speak Turkish. <laughs>
0: I'm guessing she's not of Turkish uh, descent then.
3: No, no. Okay,
0: I just, like
3: okay. like I said, it was a while ago that I watched this, so I don't remember actually seeing her in the movie. That's why ah, it surprised okay. me. <laughs> it's prob-
0: probably, it's probably a small role then, I guess.
3: Probably, yeah. And the yeah. fact that she's named she she's playing a, a Turkish character means that she would have had to uh, learn a little bit of Turkish as well.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah.
3: But it's it's nice. definitely a really good movie. I definitely recommend it.
0: Awesome. Very good. Mm. Okay. All right, Wayne. Yes, my dear. Get it out. Get your list out. <laughs> Get Let's this go. list going. <laughs> Let's. I'm. Stra- I've strapped in. Let's do
1: this. <laughs> Look, it, it, it's not that intense, but. Um, what I've done, just to to give you structure and insight, I've not ranked these movies at all. I've divided them in subheadings based on what war they're set in.
3: Um, I so-
0: knew you were going to say that
2: <laughs> as, soon as, as soon
0: as you were like, you were like, I've organised it somewhere. I'm like, I bet he's organised by what war each film is set in. I knew it. You
1: know me too well. I know
0: you too well. Yeah. I do.
1: Cool. Um, go go no worries, on. No, I won't on. be. I won't give too much detail but um, um hopefully these are all movies that um you're familiar with if not you have seen but my favorite american civil war movie which also um pushes into the reconstruction uh part which is after the war, war is gone with the wind which is a fantastic fantastic classic melodrama has to be seen, if you're a fan of Hollywood yeah. movies, this is the... Need to watch it. This is the golden era of Hollywood personified. Um, it's remarkable. It still it, it cops-flack these days for not holding up so well because there's some contentious <laughs> elements in it. But just the scope, yeah. the scale, the, mas- the master um, talents involved, just, yeah, just what it took to bring this movie... to life in 1939 is absolutely crazy it is just a gorgeous gorgeous piece of art um, and quite a compelling story too it's a big scale soap opera and i absolutely love it (laughs) and of course has the wonderful um has wonderful vivian lee in it as well yes yeah. so um, if we're talking about World War one I, um, I have to say a uh, the made for TV version of all quiet on the Western Front which came out in the 70s is really good uh, our mate Philip hunting introduced me to that uh, when we did a Fred watch Anzac day special a few years ago and for a TV production back in the day it's quite remarkable it is really involving it's quite moving uh, and for a lengthy runtime it's really involving it never drags uh i i, I highly recommend it i, th- I think it's a, a really strong film um and it definitely shows you the atrocities of war without ever being um you know gratuitous or anything like that it's a really really well-made production if i'm thinking nice. about movies that are i guess predominantly set pre-World War II and feature World War II a little bit or have a 50-50 balance, Um, it's hard to go past The Sound of Music, which is a great film, Mm. Uh, a wonderful film. And uh, I've seen it a few times and I have to say it actually gets better and better every time I see it, which surprises me Yeah, Uh, because it took me a really long time to actually get get around to sitting down and watching it. Uh, Talk about an involving story and a classic as well. Um, mm-hmm. Another film that is split between pre World War Two and during World War Two, and well, might have to say is probably my my the best war movie um, on the list in my opinion is uh, Roberto Benigno's Life Is Beautiful, um, which is uh, one of the most stunning and heartbreaking movies i have ever seen it is uh more than just a war movie it's a it's a gorgeous love letter uh to to fatherhood to um you know the love of a father to a son it is uh just about endurance about survival about compassion it's that-
3: it's that Italian movie, isn't it? La Vita Bella? Yes,
1: that's right. Yeah, by Roberto yes, Benigni. I've, yes, I've seen it. Yes. yeah, uh, yeah.
3: I've, 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 I had to watch it as part of my um, Italian subject in year 11 and yeah. 12. <laughs> yes, I,
1: I, I think it is one of the most stunning movies I have ever seen, and it is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's it's so beautiful. Like, it's incredible. It's very intense. It is, um, and it's so clever in that you begin it not almost forgetting that it's going to be a movie set during the Holocaust. Um, because mm. it, it, lulls you into this view, be- into this beauty and serenity. Um, and it shows atrocities as well, but still has this enduring optimism to it. Um, I could talk about this one for 12 hours, so I'm going to stop there, but <laughs> if you uh, have not seen life is beautiful, please do. It is absolutely stunning. Um, in terms of movies that are essentially completely set during World War two Kendall I have to agree with you that Schind- Schindler's list is an absolute masterpiece and must see yeah um, yeah again, if you are a lover of the art of filmmaking, this has to be on your mm-hmm. list it, it really does it was you know critics heralded yeah. it as the the movie in which. Spielberg grew up, got out of his Peter Pan complex. Um, but it's so much more than that. Um, I've seen it, I think, two or three times as well. And you're right. You have to yeah. be in the, a particular mindset for it. Um, yeah. It's it's remarkable. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. it's remarkable. I don't think it's a flawless film, mind you, but it is an absolutely stunning and heartbreaking movie. And um, you are so right about those performances as well. Just absolutely yeah on point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's not really mm-hmm. enough adjectives to describe how good Schindler's List is. Um, and yeah, no. must see, must see, must yep. see. It's just yeah, yes. incredible work. Um, another movie set during the Holocaust is The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas, which <gasps> is really oh, really god. good. Um,
2: oh god. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs>
1: it's it's one of those films that made me physically ill by the time it had finished yeah um the final scene the final few minutes felt Jesus. felt like i had been punched in the gut by yeah. uh you know a, an inconquerable force um that takes an extraordinary storyteller and a team to have that emotional drive uh, I've I've read the book that the this movie is based on and the book itself is haunting. The the final moments of that book is haunting. It's a little bit different okay uh, to the movie but leaves you feeling the same way. Did um, you
0: did you watch the the film first or read the book first?
1: I actually watched the film first. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched the film first. And, um, and it just, I don't want to say, it's funny, you want to say enjoyed, but it's not really a movie you enjoy, but I think I was just so moved by it and taken by it, um, that when the, the you know, I came across the book, I was like, no, I actually have to read this. And it, yeah, the book is so well-written. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because in the book, uh, the first half of the book really is the little German boy uh who whose father is the ss soldier uh is the nazi officer um he's he just whinges about being in this house it's literally like half the book is this boy whinging
2: oh, <laughs> oh, no. Right. oh no um
1: yeah and and then uh, and and then he he meets the the jewish boy um in the second half and it and it takes it from there but it's so well written um yeah the yeah, the, the la- it's, it's funny, it's almost written as a fable.
0: Yeah, right. Um,
1: but because you know uh, that it's set at an event that really happened and that we're dealing with the innocence of children and this is the viewpoint, um, it hits all the right emotional beats to get its message across. Um, so yes, highly recommend The Boy in the Striped yeah. Pyjamas. It's a must say. Me too. Um, yeah, it's 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 phenomenal. It's incredible storytelling. Um, three other movies that I will add to this list of uh, favourite war movies are centred on the Vietnam War. And um, I have to say, I whilst I've only seen Apocalypse Now once, um, I recommend it. I think it's a, a, a masterful piece of work. I saw The Redux version of it yeah um um, yeah look i had a few issues with 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 one of the with one of the scenes um but other than that it is again remarkable it is skillful filmmaking it is so involving and it's gripping for for most of it it is absolutely gripping um another movie that is i think gripping all the way through is platoon which is just incredible yeah
2: i need to see Uh, that
1: yeah it's it's such a one it's such an it's a wonderful film it's so well made you are there with these boys you are so involved uh in their trek through Japan uh, through Vietnam sorry and it's yeah just yeah it, it's it's, it's an inc- it's an incredible movie it's so well made it is definitely one of the better vietnam uh, war movies um one that i also am drawn to is stanley kubrick's full metal jacket um, we oh, I really
0: want to see that.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I will always recommend watching a Kubrick movie. I always recommend recommend that. Even Kubrick on maybe his uh, worst day is better than most directors on their best days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Full Full Metal Jacket is an iconic piece of work and... Yeah, and I mean, look, Kubrick. That's all you need to know. Watch it. Um, yeah. So yes, they they are my recommendations and my favorite wartime movies.
0: Nice, some amazing picks there, cool. Wayne.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: And and For Too, like some really really good films yeah. all around. And yeah, we didn't really repeat too much, which is good.
1: No, no. Um, and I and I feel like I definitely should be watching 1917. Yeah, I haven't really seen
3: that. Yeah, you should. Mm. Yeah, no, okay. definitely. We so recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it like
1: you're both quite enthusiastic about it. So I'm like, okay, yes. I need to prop that up on my list now.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it.
1: Okay, we'll do.
0: Awesome. Um, that was yeah. really, great really great. Yeah. Awesome yeah, discussion, absolutely.
1: guys.
2: Yes. Thank
0: you. Thank nice. you. Um, okay, so uh what's up with Fred?
1: Mm. Well, we uh, we dropped a Fred Watch podcast. So Philip and I, in our separate in our separate Fred sheds, um, yeah. uh, reviewed Peter Jackson's documentary "They Shall Not Grow Old," mm. uh, which yeah, it's available on Netflix as well. If you yes. want to watch that movie yeah, and then listen to our review,
2: mm-hmm. yes,
1: or uh, or listen to our review first and then decide whether you want to watch the movie.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, it's an interesting documentary because. Uh, It takes uh, actual footage from the Western Front, um, puts it in colour, and and in some parts uh, has uh, actors uh, performing uh, over it, if that makes sense. So, what they've done is they've read the lips of the soldiers and have had actors dub them.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's That's a very
1: small portion Yeah, it's a small portion of the film, but when it does happen, it really brings this footage alive. The rest, it's um, you're hearing st- uh, soldiers uh, reflect on their time uh, during during the war. So, mm. yeah, I won't say much more because I want you to listen to the podcast. Okay, uh, But that's right. out. Yes, <laughs> that is out now. Um, we've also got another podcast out at the moment. Um which I'm now even struggling to remember which episode it was because we've recorded so many. <laughs> we've got Jewel out. That's what it is. Yes, true. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. So Jewel, uh, Kendall joined Philip and myself for that one. Yes. Um, Spielberg, all you need to know. Do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. A lot, of, a lot of
0: Spielberg mentions this episode, but Ferret. oh, know, absolutely. Good well, reason. he is
1: Spielberg. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So um, there's two two Fred watches were released. This month, uh, Jewel, and they shall not grow old. So that's uh, what's been happening, and uh, we'll have another Fred Watch podcast released next month. So in a few weeks as well. Nice, yay! Mm. Excellent, ladies. What, what you been up to?
0: Um, well, I just wanted to say, take this time to a say one. The you can still listen to um, the episode of the monthly that I wasn't on um the most recent episode and oh my god i just finished listening to it the other day Mm -hmm. (laughs) finally finally got around to listening to it man i really wish i had been there for that chat (laughs) that was that was some good good stuff you guys discussing the razzies holy crap
1: yes and and so and that episode took about eight hours, didn't it? <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it took a while, eh? oh,
0: No, it's so good though. It's I really I really loved it, and oh, um, thank you. there there are two there are two movies I need I need to mention because I have things to say. Um, <laughs> okay, one I have to I have to shout out uh, my love for nineteen ninety eight's Godzilla. Because I I grew up watching. that. I was a kid when I watched that. I'm a big fan of Roland Emmerich's work, even though I know he makes you know cheesy, corny disaster films, and I don't care. That's what they are, and I love them. <laughs> um, um, but I love that Godzilla film, and I know how like tr- like diehard kind of Godzilla fans of the original Godzillas from the '50s and '60s, you know, people they didn't like it. Um, you know, I but I love it. I think it's awesome. Well, Ken-
1: well, Kendall, you know what? I really enjoy that movie actually as well. Yeah, it's and good, and it is so much better than the recent crop of Godzilla yes, movies. Yes, you said that in my the episode,
0: and I agree. Goodness. Yeah, at least oh, you actually get to see Godzilla like yeah. early on in the film. Like the Godzilla and the new, the newer ones rocks up like three quarters of the way through. Like,
3: yeah, my goodness.
0: Also, and s- spoilers for that. Twenty fourteen Godzilla film. You know, how dare they take Brian Cranston and kill him <laughs> off like half an hour
2: in.
1: <laughs> he's the Janet Lee. Like,
2: literally. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, wow, alright. We've brought it back. We've made it a good reference. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Gotten rid of the sadness around it because I was like, he's fresh off breaking bad. This is gonna be awesome. No. <laughs> He's fucking dead. I was not. Imp- I was not impressed. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, I know. I know the ninety-eight Godzilla is not by all means a great film. But like Wayne, I. I don't think you mentioned this in the episode. Yeah. I just. I just wanted to point this out. There are three actors from the Simpsons in that film.
1: Yes, I did not mention that, and that is correct. There are. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so good. Like just. Phenomenal um, Yeah Yeah so good And then Matthew Broderick Hello Like please Yes Ferris Bueller Any day of the week Please Oh um, absolutely Yeah so good um, And then one last film I wanted to mention um, <laughs> Out of Just off the back of that um, I have seen Wild Wild West Okay mm-hmm. Yeah I, I don't get why people Don't like it Because I think it's great it's okay. okay. It's, 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 right. it's 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 a lot of fun. Like it's it's not a great again. It's not a great film, but mm. it's not. I don't get why they all say it's it's so bad. Like because every time I watch like a YouTube list that's like counting down bad films or bad this or whatever, Wild Wild West pops up every now and then. And I'm just I'm just confused because it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's basically Will Smith being Will Smith, but it's a western. Um, Kevin Klein, You were right Kevin Klein is great in it Like he's He's so good His comedic timing Is just masterful He's He's very good in it Um, And uh, Kenneth Branagh Plays the villain Like hello And Salma Hayek Hello Like what else do you need (laughs) It's Yeah I just wanted to come To that film's defense (laughs) After I listened to the podcast Because it is not I still need to watch it It is You would like it Fulia It's fun it's it's, in, yeah. it's a it's a good it's a good little romp yeah i've got it on yeah. dvd when this is all over i'll lend it to you <laughs> yeah, okay. okay good <laughs> good all right that's that's all i wanted to say but okay um, but thank you wayne for filling in for me while i was off sick i really appreciate it
1: oh that's uh, hopefully I, I i did you proud and i no, i know you I, did um, filled the seat well enough I hope
0: (laughs) definitely you definitely did but speaking of the monthly Fulia we've got an episode to record
3: yes we do yeah (laughs) that'll be coming out this week (laughs) yes
0: because as we've realized May is Friday so that means this week (laughs) there is there is going to be a monthly episode so that's pretty cool Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, anything else from you, Fulia, or are you just you're just gaming on your uh, your
3: channel now, Foolish Fuji? Uh yeah, just doing all the gaming on Foolish Fuji, doing some streaming, um, and you know, uploading past uh, past streams that I had uh, with uh, with the awesome Fred guys, and now um, yeah, just trying to trying to get uh, the following the audience (laughs) so you know if you can subscribe away
0: subscribe (laughs) foolish fuji on youtube do it
3: yay Um, yes so I've decided that I'll be also live streaming uh, at least twice a week so at the moment that's uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays you will see me on the air playing either Animal Crossing or another random game (laughs)
1: Awesome. Friday the Thirteenth.
3: No. And. <laughs> <laughs> and um no um I've already seen one episode of a game playing it she was squealing and not having it in. yeah don't worry
2: Wimp.
0: I I I can't get through that game and I love horror. yes
3: it's yes, terrifying. Well, she Whoa. likes horror. She enjoys horror too. But what she told me later afterwards, cause I only watched the first episode and then I rang her and was like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to watch the rest. of the series. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's fine. Yep. And then later on she explained, she's like, well, to make it even easier for me to get through this. So I wasn't as scared. I actually muted the muted, the actual TV. So I wouldn't hear, you know, the eerie music happening yeah so that's smart. there are time there are times where she's like apparently going through the game, and especially because it's uploaded onto their YouTube channel as well it's it, it's sort of a little bit um off sort of out of balance with her reaction to what's actually happening on screen. Oh, okay <laughs> cause she switched <laughs> off the <laughs> she switched yeah, off the right. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's very funny. but then you have then you have her partner actually having no choice but to listen to it through headphones. So he's the one with the reactions and she isn't. <laughs> oh my so, goodness. That sounds yes. hilarious. Yes. Uh, so go check out shenanigans if you want to watch yes. that. <laughs> yes. Our friends um, at shenanigans. Yes. Um but other than that, I've got a Fred Watch review coming. That'll be out this week. Yeah. Yes. Um, So keep an eye out for that. And that's pretty much it from me.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Well, that might be uh, it from all of us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. Awesome. Without further ado, that was a podcast called Fred
2: yes it was (laughs) time for the Fred Plugs (laughs) time for the
0: Fred Plugs remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for future for future future podcasts from Fred the Alien follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify or Apple
1: Podcasts for Fred the Alien merchandise go to our website fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags and stationery
3: with their own unique fred the event designs by our talented team Unibuns, Incompany gamers our live stations and more uh, that was the fred plug
2: yes sure it was. was
0: i've been a kendall richardson
1: i've been a wayne stellini
0: i've been a
3: Fully year and
0: you just experienced a
2: podcast a podcast
3: called, called fred, fred. fred.
2: <laughs> yay <laughs>
3: All episode... coming in at random times yes. We tried,
1: we tried <laughs>
0: We did Look, See, we, the we...
1: lesson is Never try Never try.
0: try. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Be a quitter
1: uh... Hey Nice It was episode 114 hey. 114
0: Instead of 411, oh, yeah. it's 114
1: Remember to eat beef Yes, yes. Never forget <laughs> Remember to eat beef Beef <laughs> Never forget You never... do your yeah. cooking yeah. now You're all <laughs> at home
0: yes you yes cook,
1: my friends you cook do all
0: I'm the cooking really, i'm so lazy yeah. i should really cook more often <laughs> <laughs> i really wait don't. you've
3: been baking a lot
1: <laughs> oh yeah i did my second batch of peanut butter cookies and yes. they,
3: they came out better <gasps> than
1: the first batch which is great oh my
3: god and
0: i'm so excited to
1: Well, I don't want to talk them up too much because I've never had peanut butter cookies before, so I don't actually know if they're really good or not because I've got nothing to compare (laughs) them to except my own. But I'm really enjoying them, and I'm like kind of, oh, I'll have two with a cuppa, and then I'm like, let's have two more.
2: (laughs) Two more.
3: (laughs) It's hard to stop when you have biscuits that you really, really love. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely i'm gonna be yes. full of peanut butter i think by the end of this <laughs> lockdown. love it i love it i love
0: it awesome stuff thanks for listening thanks for guys. joining us
1: thank <laughs> you. you until next week bye and,
2: and scene, scene.